Attention on deck. You're about to take command. Welcome to the bunker. Welcome everybody back to the bunker. Yes, it's another podcast and it's finally a Victory Monday pod. I'm your host, Andy Burrows. I am joined by my illustrious co-host today, all the way from across the pond, the United States of America, we have Mr. Jesse Martin. Jesse, happy Victory Monday, sir. How the devil are you? Oh, perfect, man. It's a beautiful day. It's like 80 freaking degrees. The weather doesn't know how to, you know, it's 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 not making up its mind, but I mean, you wake up, it's beautiful outside, and we got the effing wind. So, yes, uh, as much as I enjoy these weather reports at the start of our podcasts, uh, it's <laughs> fucking raining here again. I, I, I think that's it now. Uh, Mr. Scouse, uh, for I don't know if he forgot, but uh, he can't make our show today. It's his wedding anniversary. So, uh, we give a big shout out to Mr. Scouse. Uh, Mrs. Scouse deserves some sort of medal. Uh, I'm sure that we can give her one, but happy anniversary to our brother, uh, Mr. Lockhart. But, uh, we've drafted in another fellow Brit. It's only Mr. Scotty Hartley from the One Point Safety Show. Scotty, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you, fellas. Thanks for having me on. I um, really appreciate the invite. And um, yeah, it should be a good pod. Victory Monday, which is uh, fantastic. It's been a while since we've said that, lad. So let's get started with it. Uh, the Washington Commanders 20, the New England Patriots uh, 17. Before we break it down, uh, Scotty, what did you uh, what did you make of the game? A vast improvement from the week before. Yeah, totally agree with you. Um, vast improvement from the week before. I think we were on to a really good um, standing against Philly, to be honest with you. Ran them close and we got the dub. We got what we needed to do. It, was a, it wasn't a comfortable win, but it, we did enough to win, which was good. Sam Howell, impressed with him. I'm sure we'll break that down a little bit later. Um, defence, as in the line, not so much. Um, but we'll we'll get onto that, I'm sure. But we did enough and the win. a win is a win, no matter what way you dress it up. And that's all you need. Yeah, big time. Uh, Jesse, the score says 20 to 17, but me and you were talking before we started um, recording. If you looked at the score, you, it does say close game, but we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. I, did, I, think, I think this was probably one of our best performances of the season. And if you didn't watch the game and you just looked at the score and thought, oh, 2017, that was close. We made that game a lot closer than I think it should have been. But Jesse, how are you assessing what you witnessed yesterday? Yeah, no, you 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 said it right. It, it it felt like we were pretty much in control, even when we were they they were up uh, like what was it seventeen to ten or something like that. Um, it still felt like that we were we were controlling the game on all facets. I mean, you know, th- I think this is the first game where offense, defense, special teams they all played well. Um, I, I think this was the 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 first game that that you know it was a full team win, and yeah, it just. Like I said, even when we were down, it felt like we were in control of the game. Uh, we shot ourselves in the foot a couple times and, and you know, made it easy for them to score uh, their two touchdowns. But uh, other than that, um, yeah, you you got to be, you know, somewhat happy with the win. I think Sam played well 99.8% of the time, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, other than the the, the bonehead uh, interception, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get into a little bit. Uh, he played great. Yeah, no, Scotty, Sam was 29 for 45, uh, 325 yards, uh, one TD, one interception. 
Um, we've said for many times now, for God knows how many years and stuff on podcasts and stuff, because we want consistency. Uh, Ron Rivera come out today. I don't know if you guys have heard his press conference, probably aired about an hour before we started um, recording this. Um, that he says you can now see that Sam is getting more used to this team. EB, he, um, Ron Rivera said in his press conference today, you can tell he's now getting more efficient with this team. They're getting used to him. He's getting used to them. Scotty, did you see that? Like um, that the, the the team aspect more coming together now? Because like Jesse just said. Probably one of the first games where we've actually looked, and we say it all the time, we said it, I know you guys say it on your show, me and Jesse and Scouse said it last week, you want consistency, you want offense, defense, but you want us to all to try and just put a game together. I know, Scott, you were you were talking about it on Friday when you were on the Bleeding Burgundy podcast and you were like, I just want to see some consistency. Did this feel like the first game where you've seen consistency from this Washington Commanders team? Yeah, I think so. I think consistency on the offense, definitely. I think EB called his best game that he's he's called for us. Um, I'll be honest with you. I thought he, he, the game plan was spot on. Um, good uh, screen, short to intermediate passing is what we wanted to see. Um, Sam had a, a great game again. You know, it's 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 over three hundred games, three hundred yards, even back to back. That that's what we need to see. I mean, I'm I'm not as Jesse said. I'm I'm almost going to crown him. Um, I would say he is the guy for me. Um, if we're going to go down that route. Um, but I just you need that body of work. I know he's not a, he's not a a rookie now, um, but we have to do him on the bo- the body of work we've had so far. The guys at what nine games now or ten games as a starter, it's it's still early doors for him. But if you compare him to what you've seen elsewhere in the league, this is where I can get excited and, and think that we can build a team around this guy. I look at all the draft picks that came out this year; he's better than all of them, probably apart from Stroud. I look at all the ones from last year and think to myself, they're doing nothing special. I mean, Trey Lance is a backup quarterback. Mac Jones is not the answer. Kenny Pickett hasn't set the world on fire. So when you look at these, I'm thinking to myself, this guy's a fifth round choice by probably by default, not not through any choice of his own. He should have been a lot, lot higher. But it's interesting. I mean, EB called a good game. You know, we've got to give him his props when we're there, when he when he's there. If he's if he calls a poor game, we've got to call him out. But for me, it is right. You are right. It's a consistency aspect of it. Consistency was there on special teams. Consistency was there on um, the back end of the defense. I'm still a little disappointed with the with the upfront of the defense. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in the interior. Um, and obviously, changes happen. You know, we've just got off the trade deadline, which um, you know does disrupt things. I completely understand that. But overall, yeah, it was a consistent performance. And you're right, Jesse, in what you were saying before. We made this probably look a little bit easier than it was. Um, and I think due to mistakes, that kind of uh, took the wind out of ourselves a little bit at times. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, is Sam Howe the man? Is he um, the guy? Have we finally... I know me and you have got into this and me, you and Scouse, and we got into it yesterday. And the, I, I, Again, I went back and watched the game today while I was out at work. I uh, put the game on my phone and rewatched it. I'm even more convinced now that he is the guy. And even we're going to get to the mistakes that he made. And like Scotty said, they're just kind of... I don't want to say rookie. I'm going to stop using the term rookie because I know everyone hates it. But what I like about Sam Howe, he'll make that kind of mistake like he did when he threw the pick. And, when, you know, as we were driving and we might have scored, he threw it in the end zone. It got picked off. But the next drive, he come out and it's like it never happened. Tell me a time in Washington where a play like that would play on a QB's mind or it would affect the rest of the game. For me, I like that about Sam. He's he's uh, He's got wise 
He's got wise before his years, if that makes sense. He's learning already. You, I can tell the difference between now than when we were there week one. I said it yesterday, you know, he's he's not as holding on to the ball as long. He's throwing it away when he should. He's 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 using his feet well. He's knowing when to slide. You know, all these things now I'm seeing from what I should want to see from a competent quarterback in the National Football League. So, Jesse, have we found our man? I mean, it's trending that way for sure. Um, but well, I mean, we 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 really got to let this play out. I mean, there's a lot of factors in place, and I mean, Sam, we we got to see him string. We, we he strung two games together. Okay, let's see him string three. Let's see him string four. Let's see that consistency that we all want. See, you know, I know a lot of people want to crown him so bad just because the the quarterback situation on this team has been so awful. And, and we see glimpses. I mean, just think about last year, how many people, I know we weren't, but how many people were crowning Taylor Heineke because he put together a couple good games and, 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 and won a couple games. So, you know, before I'm going to say there's no – absolutely no doubt that this is our franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. I'm going to let this play out and, and let, let the year pass. Let's see, let's see what's happened. Let's see if he, you know, he's fi fixed his mistakes. You know, we all know he holds the ball too long. Sometimes he's done a lot better than that in the past two games, but let me, let's see that continue. We want to see that continue because Sam is auditioning for his role on this team, right. As we speak, I, and we, we cannot deny that this, this is, you know, it, it's very important for Sam, uh, you know, and for our fran franchise for him to go out and play well, we don't want to start over. Um, but whoever this new staff is going to come in is going to evaluate every single game that he plays and they're not going to care, you know, if this, uh, he's only had a few starts right now, he's five and five, but they want to see that progress and he's got to He's shown us that he can do it. He's got to show us he can continue to do it and, and not regress because he's had some bad games too, you know, and this goes for B enemy as well. B enemy. And I know we'll talk about him, but he's, he's auditioning as well too. So um, I'm leaning towards yes, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. I want, I still want to see more. I still want mm. to see. I think, yeah, look I think at that. Fair. Look at that pass to Dotson as well, Scott. You know, he sat in the pocket. He took a hit. You know, he mm -hmm. wouldn't. I don't think he would have done that week one, week two, week three. You know, for me, that was a big like, oh, hello, he's he's getting this. You know, and from what I'm hearing, he's standing up in team meetings. He's becoming a he's becoming a voice. You think how intimidating must have been for him coming into this locker room when you've got like Chase Young and Montez Sweat, and I just used the two that are, they're loud voices, and you know they're, they're not here anymore. But you've got a Jonathan Allen. You've got people. You've got Terry. It must have been very like, oh shit, I'm kind of the new boy in class, but I'm not the new boy because. I need to lead this team because I'm the one they're fucking depending on to get the ball where it's meant to be. Plays like the Dotson play yesterday, the third down conversions yesterday, I thought it's probably the best that we've been in a very, very long time. So all of that for me was like, they're ticking boxes. Is he the finish article? Hell no, he's not. There was still, like we say, the pick and we can get into a few things in a little bit. But for me, I've got more hope from him than I did from say so we'll say Heineke because everyone got on the Heineke train. We all we all fucking did against the you know when you go back as far as the Bucks game when he was diving for a pylon and I can we all got on there was t-shirts and there was like oh, I can chase young and the Heineke and we all got on board as fans we get excited especially in Washington we get excited about the fucking most minuscule things because we've been starved of any sort of success. But for me, Scotty, from what I've seen from Sam Howe, I mean, it's going to be telling now with, you know, you say you've got the Seahawks, you've got the Dolphins, you've got the Cowboys, you've got mm. all these kind of hard, you've got some really hard games coming up. The Seahawks, 
I think potentially we could win that game, which you're going to get onto at the back end of the show. You know, if we play like we did yesterday, we can put it together a little bit more. I think this could be this could be one of them games that we mention it all the time. We do games. Washington do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Washington do it, don't they? They go. We've, they got fucking, we've got fucking no chance this week, and we fucking all stay up till two, three in the morning, and we're like, oh, hang on a minute, we, we, we we've won this game. So, Scotty, so for you, did you see that from Sam yesterday, where you're thinking, bloody hell, we might generally have the right guy here now because I thought like I say third down he was good he was protected by the way we're going our O line yeah well that's that's, that's two, that's two things I want to I want to get onto there really is you're absolutely right in what you're saying when we watched him live in week one all three of us were, were right next to each other the difference is is stark from where he was back then um, I think we all ride the ride the crest of a wave off the Dallas game going into the season and we didn't know what we had uh, in Sam now we do I, I'm really impressed with his poise in the pocket Okay, I'm really impressed with his footwork, which is, is massively improved. His arm is, yeah, he's got the arm talent, absolutely no problem. He can thread the needle with the ball. I'm, I'm really impressed with that. As you said, the way he took a hit against, you know, for that Dotson throw was absolutely ridiculous. But what has impressed me more than anything over the last few weeks is the fact that EB has cut the playbook short. He's me. He's now looking at the playbook and saying, look, you don't need to look for your fourth read anymore. You just look at read one and two. And if it's not there, you get rid of it. And that and that is as simple as that. Yes, he's he had a more balanced play yesterday. It was more balanced with the run game. It was more balanced with the passing as well, which was quite more run plays in this yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. We have all season. Ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the other thing that's made that's majorly stood out and, and, and Scouse preaches it every single week. And, and he is absolutely right. We have an offensive line that has stood up and gave Sam that little half a tick longer to be able to see the ball and be able to see the receiver coming out of the field and throw the ball. Because I'm so impressed with Tyler Larson at centre. And and he is a backup centre in every way. Unsung hero, bro. Unsung hero. The way he comes out of the out of the the um, the play, you see him call the protection. He's straight into that block, and as soon as you straight into that block, like a bear standing on his t- on its hind legs, he's away and he's blocking and immediately, which gives, gives Sam your quarterback time to a chance, doesn't it? Yeah. Gates Ron Rivera just, mentioned Gates that in his press conference today. That, Ron Rivera mentioned that in his press conference today. How impressed yeah, he can was. Can I ask? Can I ask y'all a question? Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind of pertains to the enemy. Uh, what 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 do you think took so long? for changes to be made. And I think this not only goes to the offensive line, but this goes to the play calling too. And this is one thing that worries me um, about the enemy. And, and I know a lot of people, uh, you know, they, they want to make Eric being me, the head coach right now, but to me, uh, you know, he's, he, he needs to, you know, continue to progress as an offensive coordinator before he should take on that other responsibility. Um, it's taken a while for the, him, him to make these changes. Uh, why do you think that is? Here, here's what I think. Okay. Imagine anything like any of us, you're at a workplace and you go somewhere new. You're the, you've got to learn every, not everything again, but you've got to get to know your colleagues, how they work. You've got to get to know how certain things work. I think that's the same in sport. I think EB has come from somewhere where, you know, he he knew everyone. He knew everything. He knew where they he knew where they were on certain routes. He knew where they were on certain coverages. He knew what you know, he knew he knew it. All right, albeit was it all him calling everything over in, in Kansas City? Maybe not. But I atone it to us going into a new job tomorrow morning. You're not gonna know anyone, you're not gonna know how they work. Everything takes time in life, whether that's sport, whether that's what you're doing in your life. I generally think, and listening to Ron Rivera today, I think he now believes it as well. 
he had to embed into our system and we had to embed into what he was trying to put into our players. We heard stories in preseason about the players going to Ron. Oh, I don't like this. He's shouting at us. We can't be, you know. Now, all of a sudden, I'm hearing Ron Rivera. I sat down and watched all of Ron's presser today and he was like, the players are now getting what EB wants and EB is now getting what the players want. So I think it's that kind of that kind of situation, really. I don't know. What do you think, well, Scott? Yeah, I agree with that. I think that also the... At the same time, I don't think, Jesse, he had full autonomy. I'll be honest with you. I really don't think he had full autonomy to run that run that offense. I think there was something maybe in the background that Ron probably didn't want to let go as the total head coach. Coming in as the new guy, you're right. And I don't think we've played a West Coast offense. I don't think this is kind of this like this hybrid between mm-hmm. Air Coriel and, and West Coast. It's It's been a bit all over the spot and maybe the players just didn't take to that and it takes time to obviously change the system as well and people have to learn a new playbook I mean as you said Boris it's the same as anything there's players who need that arm around the shoulder and there's players who need an absolute kick up the arse no mm-hmm. matter which way you look at it and that's in every sport no matter what we look at and people are motivated by different things so I just think it's took EB a bit of time to get there let me let me ask. I want to go off that, Scotty, because on, I, I really want to know your thought process as, as to why you think, or is it just something that people want to blame? It's just Ron a hunch, I think. I don't want to blame Ron. I just think that he's got he's he's made because he's, from the beginning, he's the guy, isn't he? Be, from the very very beginning, he's had full autonomy on this offense. He's okay. he's had all the choices. He brought in his offensive lineman Wiley. He's he's has. Ron's even said he's got full control of the offense. Why do you think that? I mean, is is it as a feeling or is it just? Yeah, I think it's just feeling. You're, you're I don't. I don't. For EB, not at all. For for, for you know, you you kind of want to because I I just I just don't see I I I don't I don't think Ron has ever had much to do with offenses. This is going back to Carolina. Sorry, my dogs mm-hmm. are going crazy. No, no, you're. Now he's muted himself. You think he'd be good at this podcasting? I don't use Zoom that much. <laughs> but but even going back to the Carolina days, he's always let his offensive coordinator, unless he had to st- step in, you know, midseason or, or even with Scott Turner when he got away from the run game. That's the only thing that really Bron has to do with with uh, uh, you know on the offense because he is a defensive coach. But he's, yeah, yeah, he's always defensive let, mind, yeah. He's always let his, you know, he's always been a, a, a um, you know, let his, you know, coordinators do their do their thing and him step in when when needed. Like mm. for me, I just think the enemy just is had a lot on his plate. This is the first time he's ever, you know, had full control of an offense and he's just trying to catch up. I don't think Ron had anything to do with it or, or anything in the beginning. Uh, you you know from past years, uh, even in the off season, they came out and said we want to run you know two to run uh, uh, you know the the run ratio. But then this year, I mean, you got fifty five passes in a row during a game. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's I, just... I don't think that's Ron Rivera. I just think it's no, like, you it's know, not. it's like, you know, when you get a new girlfriend and you're not sure when you can fight in front of her. I think EB <laughs> feels comfortable now that he can fight in front of us. All right, I got one more question for y'all. Um, cool. so you, are are y'all Sam sexuals? Both of y'all. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna coin that phrase. I like that. Y'all, y'all, y'all are all in. Y'all are all in. All ends on Sam House. I'm calling. I am. Sam I am absolutely all in on Sam. 
I, yeah, I am. I, I am. do. I do. As I said before, I do need to see a little bit of more of a body. Nah, nah, work, I'm all in. I am whole, there. I'm, I am I'm, there. I'm all in and a whole tub of lube. Yeah, I'm and in. Andy's the the king <laughs> Sam sexual. Yeah, I am. I am. I just fully. think it's. I just think it's going to be so much better when you you have this guy under a rookie con, rookie contract. That's the thing. We don't even have to pay got, him that much money right no, now. <laughs> you, you've got another year where you can wait with that. I mean, look at Jalen Hurts. It took him a year before he got paid and got the big deal. Josh Allen was pretty rubbish when he came out. You know, Trevor Lawrence was pretty rubbish when he came out. Look at them two now. They're flying in the league. It's going to take, it takes a while. We know this is the case. You've been watching football more times than I've had dinners, Jesse. And, you know, you know as well as I do that it takes time to jump from that college quarterback to jump to the NFL. And maybe this is just Sam embedding himself in. I'm so excited with the money and the cap space that we've got moving into next season. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be over the moon. I think we can get six guys who can come in off free agency who are going to do the job because it's a brand new regime. It's going to be a brand new regime. I don't want anything to do with this regime anymore. New GM, new head, you know, new owner, with a quarterback at the helm. That's what we want. I know it's difficult when you get a new head coach coming in. They always want to pick their guy. But I don't want to be anywhere near this this stakes of, you know, oh, let's look at this. Let's look for Caleb Williams. Let's look for the guy from um, Washington State. I'm and not interested. That, that's He's very good. And that's why that that, that I'm 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 preaching to everybody like listen Sam this is his audition because he's auditioning mm -hmm. for a new regime that's why I think he's got to continue to to progress each and every week he he can't have many letdowns because he's, he's on, we know he's on everybody's track for four and a half thousand yards and twenty yeah. and twenty seven touchdowns we we that's know a everybody's great season gone. yeah no you you I I hear you I hear yeah, you I but it's just you the sacks. <laughs> New, new, new uh, regimes. When they come in, they like their own guys. God, Jesse's like the guy that might win the thirty million on the year on the lottery, and then go. Do you know what? I might actually still just go to work, just in case this goes wrong. <laughs> just in case it's checked. Just in case, case this check bounces, I'm gonna go to work for a few days. That's how I'm seeing Jesse play Sam uh, out right now. Uh, boys, let's just flip to the other side of the ball, Scotty. I know you've got some uh, strong feelings on this defensively, obviously no Montez Sweat, no Chase Young for the first game. How did you think the defence held up in this game, Scotty? Because we didn't really get much pressure. We didn't we didn't do we didn't do loads, but we didn't really do anything drastically wrong. I know we can get into the whole Jamin Davis and uh, David Mayo kind of one running mm -hmm. one way and you know one running the other and that whole play that big run that they had. What did you make defensively side of the ball? Because that's I don't want to criticize. I'm not I, I'm I'm feel good Monday today. I'm feeling really good about this team. But the only tiny, tiny, tiny little bit that people are picking up on is oh and, and um Scott uh messaged me and he he made it Scott he just got a G. He's like, Well, for weeks and weeks we were saying no Montez Sweat, no Chase Young, where are they? We haven't seen them, so we can't really fucking to be fair to him, he makes a fucking makes a good point. Scotty defensively though, yesterday. Not one of our better games, but did you really notice that Chase and Montez weren't there? No, I didn't notice that they weren't there. <laughs> Look at Jesse shaking his head. I, I, I do. I did, I did notice that they were not. I there. did notice that they weren't, <laughs> as in the the backups didn't really give us much. I mean, but, but more importantly than that, with this is a vaunted defense that we all thought was going to be a top five unit, and I mean. Where was, was Jonathan, Jonathan Allen, Allen and fucking Payne? There was Payne. And, yeah, not right, a, right. they. are three tackles between them, and not a single pressure at all. Now, that is awful. Yeah. I mean, KJ yeah. Henry, we can talk about KJ Henry in his first game. You know, that is an awful call from the referees. It is. Awful. Oh, my God. Just How the abysmal. fuck have the NFL not come out this morning and oh, said, just... we got that drastically wrong? 
I know they interviewed. I mean, did I you hear the excuse about yeah, like, yeah, I saw the transcript. Crabs and rubbers. And you've got to roll off at a oh, 90 degree on. angle and stuff like that. It's like, fuck, yeah, you're not having yeah. sex with your wife yeah. now. You don't have to roll off at any kind of angle here, lads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. I mean, it's it just... just a bullshit call from the NFL. From the back end, Emmanuel Forbes put, had his best game in a in a commander shirt. That that's great for me. I thought also yeah. thought Benjamin St. Juice was he was okay. Kendall Fuller was okay. I wasn't but I wasn't enamored. <laughs> with Jesse Jesse started to say something about I know he's, I know he's squirming, but it's yeah. just hold it in, Jesse. You're next. Up, up front was was awful. There was no pressures, no sacks at all in the game, and that was worrying. Emmanuel um, Forbes yeah. for me. Best game in a commander's jersey. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. To, and to come back from where he was and the criticism that he had, and he, you know, he got benched, and then he only the Giants game, what did he play? Two fucking snaps or something stupid like that. So for the young man to come back and he actually and even again, this comes back to what we said at the start of the show. I can see progress in it. I can see mm-hmm. he's taken on board what his coaches are telling him. Building and he's some learning confidence. and he's building he some, some confidence. Guy. Some of them plays a couple of weeks ago. He wouldn't have made some of the. You can, and even now, you can tell, even when you. We're not fucking by far fucking breaking down film and all that. But you can just tell from his positional sense now on the field, he's getting yeah. it. He's slowly yeah, getting it. Uh, Jesse, you're going to want to have to say something about Sinjuice, aren't you? I know you. Yeah, uh, he's been a, uh, to me, been a disappointment this year. Um, I, 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 you know, him playing in man, I don't think that's his best. Uh, you know, putting them in the best position because, you know, being in, in trail position, you're supposed to be in their back pocket and you, you time after time, see him two or three yards off, uh, you know, you know, following the, the receiver and, and that's just too much. Um, and uh, it's, it's just, I, I just don't think he's had a good year. Uh, he's made some plays here and there, but other than that, um, I've, I've been kind of disappointed with it, but as far as the defensive line go, you could tell, uh, you know, those those four guys that even when Chase came in, um, they had to account for all four P, all four players. Now, offensive line are really only going to have to don't really need to double team anybody. So the pressure was just non-existent. So having Chase and Montez not out there, it was definitely noticeable because we got no pressure on Mac Jones besides the one play that got taken away from us for no explicable reason. Um, and and it, that was highly disappointing. I, I uh, Payne and Allen have disappeared this year, yeah. uh, you know, other than the first couple what of games. What do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, I, I know Allen, you know, was dealing with a little play, a plantar fasciitis and, you know, I've, I've dealt with that for years. It's painful. I can get that, but is, is pain dealing with a nagging injury? I, I don't know. Say it. But, no, let's get it. but it's like, it's, it's definitely worrisome. Um, you figure those two guys, you know, yeah. should account for at least a sack a game between the two of them and, and, and they've disappeared. From a guy that went from 12 and a half sacks to having, I know, I right? Don't know where it's gone to be Duron Payne. Do you think it's the contract? Do you think that's maybe no, made him I, comfortable? I don't, I don't, I, it, I, I, I don't know, maybe. Um, could be skiing. I mean, when you're getting blown up in the trenches, I don't think skiing really has much no, to do with so it. Either. You know, it, it, it's mono and mono, and and again. These guys played this scheme last year. It's the same scheme. It yeah, hasn't true changed. Story, true story. You know, and, and 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 they they 
were doing a hell of a lot better last year. So I'm wondering if there might be a little nagging injury with pain and, and maybe they should, you know, jump into that rotation a little bit more than now that Mathis He's came off the healthy. field a couple of times, hasn't he? Um, you know, yeah, towards he the hasn't end been of the off game for well. long. But, I think it was yeah. the Giants game. He was, he, he came off very late, didn't he? And I think we lost a timeout. Yeah, or, yeah that was, was I think so. Only from like one play, yeah. He come yeah, off one play. the finger. Or was it only one, was it the finger? One play, yeah. Um, boys, one player that's going flying under the radar, but I didn't think we were going to get as much out of him as we have. <laughs> Mr. A certain Mr. Crowder. What did you, yeah. Scotty, Jesse? I mean, we all thought, you know, he's coming back and everyone's like, well, he's going to be special teams and we kick off return, blah, 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 blah. And we're using him. And this is what I kind of, this is what I'm getting at about our team right now. I'm not sitting here going, oh, Terry didn't play well. We don't play well. Every single yeah. person on this team right now, on the offensive side of the ball, in the Eagles game was relatively unlucky. We, you know, we could have we could have pulled something out there, albeit a few mistakes. But definitely though, yesterday when you, when you look around at some of the, the Terry McLaurin was targeted seven times, Johan Dotson eight, Byron Pringle, which we're going to get to. If Carl sent in a question, he's my answer to that. By the way, Byron Pringle targeted four times, Antonio Gibson five, Diami Brown four, Logan Thomas six, Jameson Crowder six. But you know, th- these are all great receptions. And but from Crowder, Scotty Jesse. I'm seeing more from him than I potentially thought I would have. And is that a testament to him and what he's been doing on the practice field and what EB's been seeing? Or is it just something that this, the team are doing now? They know that they can't rely. Um, you can have, for the, How many seasons now we've relied on Terry? And let's not beat around the bush here. We have. And yeah. we've watched games and you're like, he's double covered. We're fucked. You know, yeah, now we- this season, we're spreading it around, man. And that's what I like about this team. And I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing, especially yesterday. We we knew that what you know with B enemy coming in, he's he he was gonna spread the ball around. That's you know, it's a staple of Andy Reid's offense. You you, you know, without Tyreek Hill, you, uh, you know, they had to spread the ball around. So uh we knew that coming in, but I think a lot of it has has to do with a Crowder still having stuff left in the tank and, and B Curtis Samuel, you know, being injured in in uh you know Crowder getting more playing time. I mean, that's just a testament to the depth that we have on on this uh, 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 in this wide receiver room. But you know, hats off to to Crowder, man. And, and that same question, uh, Kyle put in the fan question of under the radar guys. I, I, you know, there's not too many of them on this team, but he's definitely one that is starting to get above that radar, you know, uh, so to speak. And, and uh, he, his special teams, we thought he's just coming in here for special teams, but he's making an impact on the field, and it's, it's fantastic to see. Yeah, my answer to Carl's question, like who he thinks has gone um, like under the radar and has had a, a, an impact on this team, for me yesterday, Byron Pringle. Clutch, mm-hmm. clutch when we needed him. Some big plays. It's not like we've just used him sparingly just to move the chains. We've used him on some big downs. and on some third big downs. Plays. Third okay. down, that play, that, uh, that the out route that he made to the sidelines and that catch was humongous for the momentum of the game. And I personally think he's our, he's our you know, doesn't really get talked about that much apart from in our group chat about, you know, about Pringles jokes. And once you pop, you can't <laughs> once stop. You, pop, you, <laughs> you like that one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant, man. But for me, to answer like the Podfather's question, I think he is a real like under the radar kind of guy. And Crowder's yeah. up there with him because these, these are players that we weren't sure how much pro- proactivity, proactivity, Productivity is that a word? No, it's not a word. Productivity. Yeah. There you go. I'm near your ear for yeah, a reason, got Scott. Thank you. Yeah, no, you got thank it, man. You. Thank you, sir. Thank you. The Queen's English has failed me again. Um, but I didn't think we were going to get much out. Not much out of these guys. I didn't think whether we were going to see them. 
as much as you have. And this might be a light bulb moment. Maybe EB's gone, hang on a minute. What the fuck are we not using these guys more? And, you know, he's come into this team. He's gone, nah, you don't need to rely heavily on one player to do everything like we have in the past. And again, let's not lie. You, you know, if, if Terry you know, didn't play well, we didn't play well. It, it's it, it's tough, you know, for the guys like that because you have the Curtis Samuels and Jahan Dotsons <laughs> and Terry McLaurin's on, on the field, and those are those are your stars of the team of, of mm-hmm. the wide receiver room. Um, but when when other guys get an opportunity to play, you know, in the past we haven't had these depth guys, you know, uh, come in and be able to to pick up the slack if one of them goes down. But now you see we have guys like Pringle and, and guys like Jameson Crowder now that that you know, can step in and, and, and maybe they, they're not quite as good, but they're just a tick under and, and you don't lose that production uh, just because one of our guys goes down. Yeah, I think you're right there, both of you. I mean, disappointment wise, probably De'Ami Brown, you know, has he now not wide receiver four anymore? I mean, these, these guys are running him close. They're running him close. And that's, and that's a good thing to have the depth there to run them close. We've not seen hide in the hair of Mitch Tin, Tinsley, He's obviously always a healthy scratch, which is a bit of a disappointment for me. I would have liked to have seen bottom of the roster guy, see what he can actually do in games. Um, answering Kyle's question, I mean, for me, the un, un, under the radar guy was is Rodriguez Jr. yesterday. I mean, what a hit on um, on special teams. Yeah. I mean, fair play to you, son. If you're running down and absolutely smashing someone there, can, can he play defense? Can he play linebacker? Because he looked good. And when he's came in at running back and, you know, is that change of pace back, that I third down more. guy. I want to see he's more ne- Yeah, I do too. He's just an angry runner, which is good. He's, <laughs> he's an angry, Downhill angry fucking gets the boys. Straight he's down, no I bet Doc Walker has wet dreams about that boy. It's his kind of football. <laughs> he's his kind of football. Another one I would say, Quan Martin had a great game yesterday as well. You know, obviously sealing it at the end with the pick, but he's coming up on the on there now and, and I'm starting to get a little bit more excited about this draft class. I wasn't so excited two weeks ago, but now <laughs> we're starting to see these players come into fruition now. Maybe they're just getting it and it takes a little bit more time, like we said before. Sometimes yeah, no. that happens, and, and I mean, the reality is you can't judge a, dra- a draft class for for three years. I mean, that's that's. I mean, we always want to judge people for their play on the field right in the moment, but it it, it some, takes some time. It really does take time, and and um, you know, you're starting to see these young guys, you know, make plays, and and uh, it should make you happy. Um, someone, apologies, I can't. I was trying to find the tweet. It was really early on this morning. Someone tweeted me. I'm trying to find it. Uh, they were like, uh, they, basically, the question was. Playing devil's advocate here, mm-hmm. uh, Jesse, I'll let you answer this because it just could, could, could be funny. Um, playing devil's advocate was the question. If the commanders go on and have a relatively success- successful season, i.e. playoff football, by some fluke, is Ron Rivera still our head coach next season? Scotty, don't roll your head. I don't think so. I, I think they would have to have a deep run for that to happen. Uh, you know, when in a at least one playoff game at the very, very least, you know, one playoff uh, (laughs) (laughs) game against like the Eagles or the other top, um, you know, and and really put it to them. But uh, I I just don't see it happening. Um, I I think if, if we come out and make a playoff run and win a game, I think it's more likely that they'll probably transition EB into the head coaching job and, and let, you know, Ron quote unquote retire. Um, but I, I just, yeah, we're in the playoff game right now, but we got some hard freaking games up ahead of us. But if we wind up, you know, beating some of these teams, then the owner has to question, you know, okay, how and why are we doing that? You know, is is it, is it 
Eric Bieniemy? Is it Ron Rivera? Is it Jack Del Rio? What's what's going on? Why why you know he's got decisions he's got to make, and it, it, he'd be dumb not to think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's uh, just that's just the part of the game. But I, I just don't see it happening unless we make a deep playoff run. And I, I I'll say has to win two playoff games, the the ball card and division. Okay. Um. Before we get to the fan questions then, Scotty, so if, uh, obviously we're into this little mm-hmm. run of games now. Patriots is gone. If you look look at the next three Tough. games, right? Okay, Seahawks. If Okay, before we get to them, the, the Giants, just, if we can't beat the Giants, just give up football. Yeah, you know, pretty much. You know, <laughs> you know. We should have given up uh, a couple of Daniel weeks Jones, ago. by the way, by the way, what happened to Jones, by the way, is terrible oh, ACL. I don't yeah, out for the rest of the season. Yeah, but... I, I saw the guys on the, the Big Blue uh, podcast who were tweeting about it. It's horrendous. You don't want to see that happen. So, yeah, did, but but, uh, we're going to beat the Giants, okay? Oh, famous last with Jesse. I'm sorry. I'll yeah, you stop that yeah, right sorry, now, Andy sorry. Burroughs. Okay, but uh, we're, we're going to beat the Giants. I'll put it out there. So this, week, this weekend, Scotty, Mm-hmm. Do we have to see a same kind of caliber game from the commanders with 10, 20% extra to beat the Seahawks? Because this is one of them games where I think everyone is expecting us just to fucking go there and lose. I personally um, think we'll win by a touchdown. I think we have to see probably 50% better than we were um, on offense and on defense. We defense, have to definitely. See 100% on defense. I mean, it is wild that we, we did have no won pressure. that game. No chance. No, 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 you're going to have to put up a good 30-odd points on yeah. Sunday. Well, it's going to have to be similar to the, the same game plan that we took to Philly um, yeah. you're in both games. That is exactly what we need to see in this in this game to, to have any shot of winning it. I mean, the stretch and what we've got going on here, we are going to be the inevitable six to seven wins. We're going to win a game. These next three games take you gonna, into the bye. They take you into the bye. So you've got the... Washington's going to Washington, aren't they? They're going no, to win a game. They're going to win a game where we don't think we're going to win. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna Washington. We're Washington, but if you look at it, <laughs> yeah. the um, Seahawks, Giants, Cowboys, Dolphins, up Dolphins is on the third of December. That then takes That's you into right. the bye week. You come out of the bye, Rams, and we travel to the Rams. They're not fucking pulling up any trees right now. Then we travel to the Jets. Very winnable Ooh. game. Then True. we have the 49ers and the Cowboys back to back at FedEx to finish the season. So out of the entire time, I can Hoping see two. Boy, it's like Back to the Future. Maybe, it's like Back to the Future, boys. Roads. We don't need roads. We're gonna. We're gonna need to. Uh, we're, we're gonna need to beat. Uh, you know, either the Seahawks. Cowboys the, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, what, what? Just we're either going to need to beat the the Seahawks, the Dolphins, or the. Uh, uh, 49ers and then win both Cowboy games and beat the Giants and Jets to even have a chance of the going into that that shot. So so That's one easy. of those three three big three games, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easy. We talk about Jesse. I, I honestly think we We've can see Sam three Howell. wins. Three okay, wins. Let's, let's quickly go through no. it then, Scotty. And, and I, eight, I, eight, I know you nine, saw us in. Eight, Eight, I know nine, you, we'll make I saw playoffs. you in our group chat, Scotty, saying you won't come in. So just quickly, uh, yes or no, will we beat the Seahawks? No. Will we beat the Giants? Yes. Will we beat the Cowboys? No. Dolphins? No. Rams? Yes. Jets? No. Oh, my God. 49ers? Not a chance. Cowboys? Last game possibly, of the season. Possibly, possibly, oh. because it's the last game of the season. Look, Two to three wins is what so I've got. So much for fucking positive Monday with you two. I'm positive. I'm positive with the quarterback. I'm positive <laughs> with the team, but I'm, I've got to be realistic How many do we need, well Jesse? Five wins? We, we need four wins four to wins. make the playoffs. Uh, eight and nine team, 
in the NFC is going to make the playoffs. That's just, uh, it's just the NFC is that bad right now. So um, we could, we could potentially do that. I don't, I think we're going to finish the season seven wins right out of it. But um, I I think there's definitely a chance. I mean, we're right in the mix guys. We we really are. And and you never know what's going to happen later on the season. This is the most fan ever though. Most fan thing ever in it. We win one game. I'm all fucking. I'm sitting here like fucking like the most yeah, happy, buzzing off my was, ten Red Bulls, buzzing off my tits. Everybody was done last week, and then you yeah, go we around and win a game. That's, that's the good every, thing. That's, that's the good thing about being in. a fucking fan. You know what I mean? This, it, you know, you have to take these moments and you shoot back in because it does. And we we're gonna quickly <laughs> we're gonna wrap up this show boy with some fan questions. And I don't know if I can use this as a segue. Talking of being sucked back in, that's uh, maybe for a different pod. Uh, Paul Turner <laughs> would like to know. Jesse, you can take this one first, bro. Why does this team keep pulling us all back in like a bad ex-girlfriend? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Great question, we Paul. Are, uh, we, we are the definition of the word fanatics. Um, yeah. And, and we love this team uh, more than family at some point, <laughs> in some senses. Um, it just does, you know, it, it, it's... It, makes you happy when you see good stuff on, you know, when you see the team do good and, and uh, it's just exciting and get your heart pumping. And, and that's just, that's what's just what fans are or fanatics, you know, uh, this is, it's, it's, it's doesn't take much for us to get pulled back in the, the, the many, many years of mediocrity and, and really shitty, shitty dumpster fire of teams. But it's good just to be talking about know? football as well. And yeah. if you haven't got to worry about a fucking, an owner putting a camera up a cheerleader skirt or, you know, God knows yeah. what else has been going. Yeah. And I, I joke about that, but it's actually serious. But you, you know what I mean? It's like, so we can just sit on here. We can, you have to, the thing is, like I said yesterday, when people were getting on social media, or oh, Burroughs are being way too confident. I'm like, do you know what? I'm just enjoying seeing my team win. I sat there on a Sunday. I thought we played really well. Like we, when we all got into it and in, onto the post game, which is hilarious. I loved it. So people were messaging me left, right and center about that. So I absolutely loved it. But, You've just got to take these positive moments when you can, because like yeah. Scotty said, potentially we could go and lose to the Seahawks. We'll beat them, but then you've got the Dolphins, the 49ers, the Cowboys. It could all just It's a go. rough stretch. It's, it's a hard, come. hard stretch. Yeah, it's a hard do you know stretch. Do you know what's funny here, though, is I think if I remember rightly, we all predicted kind of around that what we're saying we're going to get. I mean, I said seven and ten. I think you were at nine wins, Burroughs, if I remember I was at rightly. nine, yeah. Jesse, I was at nine, yeah. Jesse, you were on eight, I think. I think you went yeah. eight. So we're not we're not going to be far off that record. Let's be honest, Gals, we're not. Scouts is probably standard. on two. No, no, I think Scouts had us a seven as well. Um, so it, it is it, <laughs> it is one of them where I think that's where we're going to end up. Way. You know, yeah. it is it is going to be the the inevitable seven and ten. You know, that is that is kind of where we where we are. Yeah, where's where, Mike where and his? Tw- where's Mike? I know he's listening to this. Where's Mike? Canada Mike. And, and, where's and, and, Canada Mike? By the way, there's even I know he's been quiet for the past few months. <laughs> he's uh, been quiet. Yeah. There, there's even a chance that a seven and ten team makes this NFC. Uh, that'll be I the most. That'll that be the most one. NFC thing ever. Uh, yeah. Cameron McDonald, um, Scotty. Yesterday was one of our most rounded performances this season. A couple of questions for the show tonight, lads. First, oh, first of all, Jesse, this is for you, he says. First one is for Jesse. Um, If Sam Howe is not your QB moving forward, who coming out the draft would you take instead of him? And second of all, what are your thoughts on Diami Brown? Listen, as of right now, he is my QB because we want him so bad to be our QB. 
you know, but if, you know, the new regime coming in thinks differently, I mean, there's options. Uh, you know, it depends on our draft position, to be honest with you. And, and, you know, we got some draft picks to be able to move up if we need to, but uh, Drake Mays looking really good right now. And, and you got Caleb Williams. I don't think we're going to be able to pull, you know, move into that first overall position, but I would probably, um, I would probably do everything that I could if if that's if that's the the plan. If it's not how, which I want it to be, uh, let me put it out there. That's that's what I want it. I'm just you know I haven't seen enough to say that it's definitely him. But it's you got to go after Drake May. Uh, but there's options. There's definitely there's a kid from Washington. Uh, there's and definitely yeah, like four. Name? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's Knicks. There's uh, there's definitely multiple quarterbacks out there that can be had in the first round that that I could see this team going after but Drake May would be my first and foremost um outside of Caleb Williams which uh, he's going to be the first overall pick UNC quarterback replaces UNC quarterback <laughs> yeah that'd be a rough room and right they there. train together in the offseason as well yeah. They're very good friends yeah. so that'd yeah. be uh well, but Sam House, he's going to be the guy I have faith I that so, he too. will end up being the guy Not um going just, to be the guy he is guy i'm just not going to say he is the guy he is the guy yeah. uh, we kind of answered the podfather's question unsung hero somebody who doesn't get any attention but helped us get the win uh i said pringle because i thought he was brilliant um pre- pretty much the the, the, the consensus right choice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah really really flowing under the radar and i think we're going to see more product proactive productivity yeah. fucking got it out in the end yeah um, Pr- pringle uh, uh scotty said uh chris rodriguez made that yeah. awesome special teams play i just really want to see him more uh you know behind the quarterback you know running the ball uh and and jameson crowder i mean he's he's not necessarily under the radar but he you know him coming in thinking that he was just going to be in that special teams role he's he's really kind of blossomed into a uh a, a good part of this offense so mm. um that's 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 my choice uh scott g good old scott he's a good lad i've been <laughs> speaking to him a lot in the old dms he's a funny guy he's he's given me a new nickname as well he says for andy keep it positive burrows a shout <laughs> out to our long snapper cam cheeseman it hasn't been a subject of discussion since week two when many fans wanted him gone um boys what are we thinking yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to you know, all the worries that we had uh, in the offseason about Cam Cheeseman. We haven't seen, or, you know, anything go awry. Cross, knock on wood, cross your fingers, you know, whatever. What do you think, Scotty? Yeah, he had one errant snap yesterday. It was a bit high, but apart from that, it was fine. I mean, Tress still got it away quite, quite well. Um, we haven't seen anything from him since these... I think he's gone back to his original way of snapping the ball. For whatever oh, reason he decided, I'm going to change change it up. And I have no idea why he did that. And I think Nate, I, I remember hearing that Nate Kayser or Katzer, however you want to pronounce his name, he said, no, you need to go back to what you were doing before because it worked. Mm. And funnily enough, Joey Sly is not, not, um, in, he's not uh, missing, which is great. Again, touch wood. Tress is obviously punting. You know, within he had two beautiful punts yesterday within the within the twenty, which were which was very very good. And then at the same time on specials, I mean, if we look at it from where where he is, he's solidified himself there. And um, I'm trying to think of, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else what else you could say about Cheeseman. Really, not a lot. I mean, if he goes under the radar and it's quiet, he's doing his job, which is what you want. Yeah. Tottenham have just gone 2-1 down to Chelsea, not anyone. Mm. Why, uh, that, why that, that, 
I'd like to add, um, you know, shout out to Joey Sly. I, I think he's yeah. done a, a pretty damn good job yeah. so Fuck far you, this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his Sly jerseys in the mail. Do you know what? He's he's four. He is four touchbacks away from an NFL record. Oh wow! Four. Wow. Nice, nice. He's yeah, every no, single he... every single game. He's not missed a touchback. It's it's every yeah. single one of them has been a touchback. Joey Sly's leg is bigger than Scouse's head, and that's. <laughs> You know, how big, big wow. is his fucking leg? Humongous. <laughs> wow. Love you, Scouse. Uh, love you, Scouse. Happy anniversary, bro. Uh, yeah. just, just finishing up this episode, boys. One thing that really impressed me as well yesterday, uh, when Sam getting outside the pocket really yeah. is, you know, is bit, I know he when he, when he, when he did that's get where he, he does he threw the pick, he threw the pick when he was on the run. I get that, and that was yeah. a terrible play, but. He seems to have more poise now outside the pocket, which is something he didn't have for the first four weeks of the season. Don't just been, just well, a quick side note. Well, they didn't move him outside the pocket the first. Oh, true, yeah, he was weeks, he was eating the know? grass for the first that, few weeks. That 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 was the most frustrating thing for, with me for the enemy. It's like move this guy around. You know, these guys are teeing off on him because you're 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 going five and seven step drops. But once he's moved him around, I mean, look, you never want your guy to throw across the field, you know, across his body, across this field. But he knew he he had the wherewithal of knowing. Mm. Hey, He's reading plays a lot guy, better yeah, now as well. I put in our group guys, that blitz that he saw coming yeah. yesterday. My guys are there. Their guys are not there. So boom. And he made that. That was probably the most impressive pass for me in that entire game yesterday. Yeah. I mean, he noticed the hot route that he was the hot route. He called yeah. it at the, at the it line as well. Away, and you're thinking, okay, that is, you're that learning. is progress as well, because before mm. he was taking sacks from doing that, I think when he's on the run and he, and he, and he throws immediately with a flick of the wrist, it's not always accurate. And that's kind of where he gets caught out potentially. But if you see him plant his back foot and then throw, yeah, it's it's a cannon. It, it is a tight spiral and it gets to where it needs to get to. So, yeah, I get running and I get trying to be on the run. And we've got to, we've got to credit his legs as well. 23-yard pickup as well. When, when, you're on, when you're on second and 23 or whatever it was. That it was, was incredible, that play, by the way. I was screaming at the TV. Just like, I, 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 that was probably the best play uh, we've seen a quarterback make in 23 years. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, Even better than RG3 running down the sidelines? Well, 11 years then. How about yeah, that? I was going to say, RG3 running down the sidelines. Taylor Heineke at the pylon. That was pretty cool. Oh, I don't know. Oh, hey, we need to stop saying that name cool. here. We, I know, yeah, but it was still a we cool were, moment. We are all, all Sam sexuals here. We need we to. Uh... I am so Sam sexual. <laughs> I need to go and sit in a cold room after this episode, boys. That's how that's how sexual I am. But Scotty, thanks so much for jumping on with us, bro, and sitting in. No for, problem uh, at all. For Mr. Scouse, while he's out whining, he's whining and dining his lovely lady at uh, a McDonald's somewhere. Uh, we really... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure he's taken her to a high-class establishment where he's had to spend a bit of money. It's Burger King. Burger King. Get it right. AFC. I don't know where he's going to be, but it'll be somewhere. But Scotty, uh, just tell our listeners... Uh, when they can catch the One Point Safety Show this week with you and Scouse, mate. Yep, so the One Point Safety Show will be in your feeds Thursday evening. Um, so, yeah, it, dro- it drops. Then we record at 8, uh, 8 p.m. UK time. Um, I'm also on with Jesse in about 
25 minutes on the bleeding mm. burgundy you can catch me moonlighting anywhere really i'm quite happy to get on a bod yeah, with anyone you but thank you, you both he, he, he's the he's the uh the, the podcast extra we just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just give me a call i'll be there pimps himself out more than monica Lewinsky does but yeah <laughs> again, absolutely brilliant uh jesse you and i'll be back on friday bro to look yeah. ahead to the uh to the seahawks game uh like you say jesse and scott have got the bleeding burgundy podcast coming up the one point safety show make sure you go and check them out you can find us at commander bunker on twitter x whatever you want to call it and i still haven't found the password for the uh email yet so we haven't set up on youtube <laughs> yeah, it's coming i promise reset, you i might um... well, i might just have to do, reset it or something but ladies and gentlemen thanks for joining into the bunker being an absolutely great episode uh we'll be back on friday but till then everybody bunker down and stay safe Hey, everybody, thank you so much for checking out today's episode of The Bunker. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter at Commander Bunker. On Facebook, just search The Bunker. 